Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. Let's talk about The Bachelorette. Hello, everybody. Unfortunately, it looks like the nightmare situation, the nightmare scenario that I predicted at the end of last episode has come to pass. They made four episodes out of the last two weeks of this season. Well, you gotta get maximum, like, advertiser dollars. Uh, It just, it's kind of annoying to me to split all this up when so so little so little has happened this season it feels like we've seen so little and they're just continuing to draw this out with not very much payoff for for us the the watchers the the fans of this franchise i i cannot believe it it makes me so angry (sighs) but yeah we are uh Hopefully there's some payoff next week and the I, week after. I'm not convinced there will be. Hopefully. So yeah, in the interest of not wasting everybody's time like ABC has been doing lately, we have taken the liberty of combining the two episodes from this week into one episode. So we're not we're not greedy for those ad dollars. We don't try to stretch things out unnecessarily. So Let's let's get to it, Christy. What do you have for me? Um, just one piece of news that Nate more than likely will not be the bachelor. Reality uh. Reality Steve's reporting he might may have turned it down. He's also been spotted with that same girl again. Uh, well, thank goodness for that. So at this point we don't know who it'll be. Do you think that that has to do with all of the stuff swirling around that I mean, if I were to. if I were Nate, I wouldn't want to bring that circus back to national TV. Yeah, but you're you're way more of a private person, obviously. Well, I don't know. He did not tell that woman about his daughter for <laughs> for like a year and a half. That's pretty private. But I don't know. It's probably just better not to be. That'd be a real messy season. So, uh, yeah, yes, it would. Well, hopefully. Well, hopefully, hopefully he has learned how to be a better person, and hopefully we can move on to just, like, come on, there there have been so many, I don't know if I want to say so many, but in the, over the past few seasons, there have been a decent number of men who seem like they're very solid individuals that, as far as we know, aren't bringing so much baggage and and drama into things uh like i just i want to have i want to have a a really solid season that isn't plagued by outside controversy and people being total buttholes like it's been a while since we had a bachelor season like that we're we're about due now uh, is it really so much is it really too much to ask i mean come on Ugh. Well, that's enough of of Sampy's high horse for now, but we head to the wonderful country of Mexico. Yes. Um I don't know. It certainly looks a lot better than Bachelor in Paradise. Is <laughs> <laughs> is an actual legitimate resort that wealthy Americans go to. <laughs> it's not like the it's not like the the poor person remote uh, resort that that they always film Bachelor in Paradise at. No, like this no, has buildings. No, yes, no crabs crawling through the bedrooms. There's AC. Can you imagine if they put Gabby and Rachel through through crabs? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so oh, I just yeah. feel like because they split six um fantasy suites over two episodes we just had a lot of bloat oh there are so much bloat. and it started off with this very long conversation between rachel and gabby full of generic platitudes i i noted that down as 
happy screaming. <laughs> it's just that very classic. Oh, you're here. I'm here. Like cheers to you. Just stuff. Do they? Do they really? Do they really act like that normally? That's my question. I would hope not. It doesn't seem real. And so they each have to recap what happened with the hometowns and how they're feeling. <sighs> uh, we need to rewrite what this week meant because of what happened with Clayton. It's so funny to me that they're still, they're still like, oh man, that Clayton season was a real, it was a real bummer. <laughs> I mean, I imagine being, being Clayton right now, just keep watching you see everyone's just like, because, oh man, who even was that? Somebody... And people have said similar things to this, but somebody was like, yeah, what happened to you last season was just so, like, a, like something like a real man would never do that to, to you or something. <laughs> yeah, people are still crapping all over him. Or at least these two are, specifically. Oh, man. Yeah, well, Gabby Gabby wants to, you know, still still have that chance to to chase each other around naked you know like you want to have the fun but you got to have those really deep serious conversations as well she's not content just to just to be silly here yep that's we learned that from this convo and not much else yeah pretty much that and they just still feel so hurt by clayton that they're they're having to bring it into this season despite having their own seasons <laughs> which is like the the best sort of consolation you can get from that whole situation but i digress let's let's get into the fantasy suite shall we we only had what we had four for this episode uh yeah well we start with eric do we really start with with Eric though? Is this is this the actual order that they happened in? Do you know? Um, I don't know if they if they aired them out of order or not, but at least they they showed us Eric first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was, I mean, this was really just make out time, pretty much almost entirely. I mean, they literally they were kissing at the beginning they were kissing in the middle they were kissing in the end uh i don't want to spoil the the number of kisses that i have from this week as these two episodes but it's just, it's a lot let me just <laughs> say that uh yeah so they they headed to a cenote uh which there are a lot of in in mexico and they're quite they're quite fun you know reservoirs of water essentially and they got to play around and i don't know let me tell me what you thought about the jumping off of the platform into the cenote because that was ridiculous to me yeah like it's they started off like at the lower level and everything's fine but then as they eventually made their way to the very top it's like all of a sudden gabby doesn't want to jump which i wouldn't have done any of the jumps probably <laughs> maybe just the bottom one well but, you just don't like water too so yeah and so She's like, this jump is like falling in love. I hate when they like equate yeah, they, something they, they, in the date to love. They try to draw all these extended metaphors to everything when it's just like, come on, th this isn't what this means. No. <laughs> but yeah, I man, I uh, this quote from her after sort of as they're having a conversation uh, towards the end there on the edge of the cenote and this is a quote i just want to say that i'm not making this up <laughs> i just want to crawl inside of you <laughs> what does that mean oh, that's a little... it's like a hug isn't enough you need that's to be little... hugging him from the inside <laughs> that's a, a little scary <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, I noted that they don't really discuss anything. They no. just mention how great of a time they're having, and then there's just more making out. Right. I mean, maybe maybe they had more conversation here, and we just didn't see it. But, yeah, nothing nothing much. Yeah, just lots of kissing. Mm-hmm. What about the evening portion? 
Well, at night, we see her wearing that yellow dress she was going to wear in that group date that got canceled after Logan got COVID. <laughs> got COVID, in air quotes. I mean, I, I did read, like, some recap of a podcast he was on. He said he had a positive COVID test and that luckily no one else got it. I just... Hmm. I just find how that much, so hard to believe. How much was he paid to say that? That's my <laughs> question. But yes, the dress finally makes its real appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I guess his family really liked her, which we saw last week, and she seems to be all in. Yeah, this was a pretty... I I, I thought... Pr- pretty... St- pretty standard fantasy suite that went well Mm -hmm. you have nothing nothing too crazy at dinner no i mean she does open up about her her childhood a little bit you know talking about how her parents had separated super early and her dad had moved away and just all the problems with her mom where she's i guess uh, she's never really said this specifically but it seems like she and her mom are kind of estranged yes i I think she said she's not really a part of her life right now right which yeah she she likes him an awful lot yep and eric also told her he is in love with her yeah which it's it's that time you have to you have to say it. <laughs> I always crack up when I when I see this happen because <laughs> because they have to no matter what they have to otherwise it's bye 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 exactly. Time. And we so, did we did get a little bit of a deviation from that later, but we'll you know we'll we'll get to that. <laughs> but obviously, he says yes to the fantasy sweet card. Uh huh. And can I just say here, as an aside, we got uh, we keep getting these cuts to Tino this week, where he's just being a little baby. That's just I just ah, uh, I really hate when they do this, when they just ever the episode is progressing, progressing, and they they just keep cutting to whomever it is just constantly freaking out and be like oh my goodness oh i just can't believe i can't believe the lead is is having fantasy suites with other people and like so does that dumb. mean everything is a lie and i i don't mean anything to them and it's just it's, constant this is not the first season of this show like what excuse do you have at this point <laughs> for not knowing how the show works uh right i just i don't appreciate that from a show timeline perspective it's like it oh doesn't, just cutting into the date you mean right it just doesn't yeah like like obviously it's not fun for the other people to wait around but why why even bother showing that to us it just it is a more annoying than anything it's it's it doesn't make sense narratively because it kind of breaks up the the momentum of the date we're supposed to be watching. Right, and it just makes me feel like whoever that person is just shouldn't even move forward. It's like it annoys me so much that it <laughs> ruins whatever perspective I may have had on them previously where it's just like go home. I don't even care about you anymore. <laughs> That's that's how I view about it, uh, view it. But yeah, so it seems it seems to have gone well because I mean, they yeah. get up they get up together the next morning. Mm. Definitely had sex vibes, in my opinion. <laughs> yes, we see them cooking breakfast. Gabby pulls out a new pair of pajamas to wear. I'm assuming because it had like a thousand wrinkles in it. <laughs> the, the types of things Christy notices. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty pretty wrinkly, uh, and they had a pretty extended sort of goodbye outside. Yes, this was odd. Normally, it's just a quick like goodbye, but 
that she like hugged him for forever. We see in her ITM she wanted to say I love you but wants to save it, which is a smart thing to do, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. She told him to be patient, which if you're hearing that from the lead, that should be a clue to you. This this is going well for me. <laughs> you shouldn't need to be doubting at this point. You you shouldn't, but that doesn't mean you won't. <laughs> we will definitely see Eric freaking out oh, later. 100%. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, let's go to Rachel and Avon's date. Yeah, this was also a pretty standard date where you just go on a yacht. You lay down and talk and make out. Yeah, it's, it's again, it's, it feels weird to me that we had so much screen time this week with the two episodes and it still feels like nothing happened that's i think that's also because on fantasy suite dates during the daytime there's not usually much of anything important that happens it's the same conversations about i can really see myself with you falling in love really love how things are going between like there's just not like the activities themselves aren't usually super memorable either Mm -hmm. so it's pretty standard with haven i think yeah it seemed like a nice a nice day though lounging in the sun playing in the water i was all that jazz a little confused by rachel's bikini it looked like a sports bra to me yeah well uh they did they had to uh black bar gabby's at the previous yeah previous well she was date. wearing an actual bikini can't can't have that on national television i, I guess not i wonder if i don't know it just seemed it, it seemed like it would be weird for them to have battery packs or mic packs really there because of the water, the water. yeah i did notice that the audio from Gabby and Eric, when they were in the water, was different. So I think they were probably using some other kind of mic. Oh, yeah. They were just, they had a boom mic over the scene. Yeah, it was very echoey. They had one one, uh, sound guy dangled off by his ankles (laughs) with another sound guy holding him as he's trying to get the boom as close to them as possible without getting it in the shot. Uh, Yeah, uh, pretty pretty standard. Uh, We take a little intermission for... Uh, Jesse to check in on little baby, baby Tino. Yeah, what was that? That's what I. That's why. I, what I why? call him now, <laughs> little little baby Tino. I mean, he's earning it so far. Like, why did Jesse need to talk with him? It just seemed so unnecessary. Because they wanted to. They wanted to make this a a thing. I just. I feel like every time he came on screen, I was like liking him less and less. Well, that's been a that's been a trend since. Uh, was it last week or actually i think it was even week before week hometowns. before that when uh when you had the whole situation with uh oh, what's his face ethan ethan yes yeah I, my his his stock with me has been plunging uh over yeah. the past few weeks and i don't know if they're uh throwing so much at this because they're trying to f- foreshadow what's going to happen next week and he's going to be a major idiot i mean they've been trying to build that up of like oh something something crazy is going to happen so i don't know if it's part of that but it isn't is super annoying i don't want to see little baby tino (laughs) any any comments there no i was just annoyed by the segment i just thought it was a waste of time yeah i just uh the only other thing i said was that jesse leaves after making things worse <laughs> <laughs> i don't even remember what he told him <laughs> i mean really just giving him a platform to spiral further is really is really the only thing yeah. oh well, well let's keep let's keep flying along at um, night time with avon she asked can he see himself getting engaged in two weeks mm-hmm. which it's not two weeks we heard later on it was a week so i'm not sure why we're hearing two different time slots there but he says he can oh yeah he's look i mean what else are you gonna say look he's right before a potential overnight (laughs) he is definitely 
he's definitely ready to propose for sure yes otherwise he goes home (laughs) she also says love was carelessly thrown around on my last journey more shade (laughs) at clayton oh constant clayton shade he assures her that's not the case no she says she's falling in love with him oh so nice and she truly means it (laughs) (laughs) i always love it when they when they have to pile stuff out Uh, no no it's not the normal lies that i tell this is this is real this is for real (laughs) (laughs) so Uh, yeah they go to the fantasy suites there's fireworks kissing fireworks more specifically Though we did, we sadly didn't get the the normal forlorn shot of one of the other contestants being like, "Oh no, oh. fireworks!" Well, it should have been Tino. A shot of Tino. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would have that would have made a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. So the next morning, we hear that oh, Avon oh, is the oh, full package. I don't want to hear that. That's very <laughs> sexual. Said very suggestively. I don't like that. <laughs> well, it happened. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. Yet, yet another, another morning after where we're like, mm, I think they smashed. Yeah, it was less obvious with this one to me compared to Gabby and Eric, but probably. Oh, boy, well, should we talk about little baby Tino? His date. Do you have anything else for Avon? Um, no, nothing else on Avon. I guess, oh, I guess I didn't realize that I did have some stuff about Jesse with Tino, but. Oh, well, tell us. It, it wasn't much more than what we had said. I just didn't realize. Um, he said this waiting game is dog wrenching. What? <laughs> you mean gut wrenching? Maybe. What is dog wrenching? I don't know. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. But yes, he's very impatient. Uh-huh. I have very little on the Tino date. Yeah, they go horseback riding. Can't control his horse. That was that was pretty funny. I will I will admit. The horse just heads off in the wrong direction, and he's he's trying to control it, trying Anim- to trying to get it back. Animals are like the one thing that producers can't control on this show. No, they try, they try their best, but they usually fail, which is good for us because it's hilarious. Yeah, I just I think between his his spiraling behavior and uh, the the issues with his family. I just, to use a Bachelor Nation term, I just think their relationship hasn't progressed enough compared to the relationships with the other guys. I mean, the relationship between the two of them has, but all this other outside stuff is tanking it. Because Rachel just keeps talking about the hometown. Right, and that's that's what I'm saying is, like, it's a big deal... Is, the family situation is a big deal for her. Yes. Like, she keeps talking about how she needs to address address it and and deal with it. So it is, it's a big, I don't know, I just, I, at one point, he seemed like the favorite. Now, not, not so much. Well, at dinner, um... Like, she brings up the family stuff again, and he basically is like, yeah, my parents don't really understand this whole process and the timeline, but don't worry, like, they won't be mad if I get engaged to you. (laughs) Her dad, or his dad, will definitely be enraged. Yes. Enraged if engaged. There you go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean... He, there's really nothing else he can say at this point, though, but try to convince her. Right. That is that is very true. I mean, there's a lot of the... Uh, there's a lot of the typical sort of 
hometown stuff with with just like oh i love you i love you too like all of that stuff but with this undertone of like this isn't gonna work out Hmm. yeah the vibe between them is a bit weird at the moment even though like you said she says i love you which is seems early to me because i because i wanted to ask you about this if you've seen anything heard anything uh but we we do not see a morning after with them there's no No, there's no footage yeah so what the frick happened here i mean i've seen we've seen that like with matt and rachel they didn't show their morning after so i don't know every once in a while that happens i'm not sure you don't have any dirt for us Mm -mm. i mean what a pity it seems he seemed to be in good spirits afterwards though we didn't hear anything Mm, weird so weird 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 Hmm. well let's let's keep on cracking we're we're almost to the end of part one here but we gotta finish this off uh next not, is johnny not really finish it off because we have some more <laughs> more drama to to discuss but kind of finish it off with good old johnny who has no business being here <laughs> at all do you do you get the impression that this season turned out the way that it did because they lost too many men early um no i think it's because they had like i don't know half the amount of one-on-one dates they should have had Mm. and so they didn't really get to know these people and so now we're here at fantasy suites with johnny who just just doesn't isn't isn't there isn't ready so he hasn't been there or ready he this should not have been an option for her uh that's sad he says the end result scares him like what are you doing here uh yeah it never ceases to amaze me how many people come on this show completely knowing what the show is about and how the show goes and somehow make it long enough to have this moment where they're like oh but like i'm not ready for this how are you not ready for this i i don't i don't understand it makes no sense i mean this date was over almost as soon as it started they were just on the beach and it's uh, like yeah. this is a hard thing to decide you should get everything you want i can see myself falling in love <laughs> like you are so far behind everyone else yeah it just it really fizzles it fizzles real fast yeah this was a womp womp I mean, they did. They did get to go out on another boat, so they got a they got a little bit of of nice time moment before then hanging out on the beach. Where really, just, Gabby just wants answers from him because she has not gotten much of anything from him at all, and he is not ready. Not in the least. Also, so she like tells him oh so like like this is the end or i think he was like oh so is this the end she's like yeah yeah and so she goes to walk away and he said something about like oh that could have been my wife or like something something to that effect do you remember this and she kind of turned around like what like what i think i missed that oh it was so weird it's like if you're viewing her like that why did you act like an idiot i don't understand these people where do they find these people they're so weird i think some of these people just want to be on tv and like before he was actually eliminated the bachelor in paradise promo spoiled that he was in paradise (laughs) so even if you thought they had a chance i mean i don't i i feel like you had to be living under a rock with the social skills of tyler's family 
in order to not realize that he that he was not making it to the end. Oh yeah, just very <laughs> obvious. Apologies, Tyler's family, but that that was ridiculous that you didn't know that he <laughs> <laughs> that what him coming alone meant. But yeah, oh boy. Well, so then we have this very strange ending to the episode where Gabby gets a note like, "Meet me at." Whatever yes, these are always very mysterious. Like, meet me at the clock tower at midnight. Yeah. And so she goes there with Eric and... Because uh, Eric sent the note. Well, Yes. And I don't... This didn't make any sense why Eric did this. I don't know if a producer convinced him to, but he brings up stuff they talked about in private. I... I... I I would guess that it was producer influenced, but it's hard to tell because essentially this was just a a rehash for us of some stuff they talked about. Yeah, with the cameras. Yeah, off. he's having a hard time because she's having fantasy suites with other people, and he feels like she's cheating on him. <sighs> It's just, you know how the show works. You watched Clayton's season. Mm-hmm. He's having a hard time pretending he's cool with everything, and she doesn't want to have to defend herself. Feels like he's testing her. This was just, like, a misfire. Yeah. On his part. Like, this accomplishes nothing, especially since you guys already discussed this in private. Right, and so it's a, I feel like it's kind of a, a two- edge thing because one on the one hand it it's kind of weird and feels i don't know if it's like self-serving or just it, it feels very strange to bring that out for a rehash when it's something that like it was private mm-hmm. so now you're just essentially just rehashing it just makes it public it doesn't accomplish anything yeah except to maybe like embarrass her like Maybe, but then it also, because of that, it just, it makes her feel pressured and makes her question things. So it's like, on two counts, it's just very stupid. And he's, it's like, it just didn't go how I was intending it for it to, her to go. Yeah, and it like ends on a cliffhanger there and then. Yeah, and like, can last- we really, can we really go on after this <laughs> horrible moment and so then the next night we get the resolution to that where he realized he messed up and he just says he's in love and terrified of losing her it was a moment of insecurity and he's really sorry and so it's like sort of left hanging where like they're making out but also gabby is still sort of like unnerved by the whole thing right because she had a she had a conversation there with jesse about it and just feeling like you know she was being pressured into a decision and kind of that like that she needs space which doesn't sound like a good thing at the time yeah that's what i thought too no it does not does not sound good oh boy hopefully that resolves itself well (laughs) uh now now we head into the train wreck of the bulk of episode two yes with jason oh man jason what did give me your impressions so sort of overall before this of of jason because he seemed (sighs) like someone who didn't belong on this show that's kind of what i've always thought because i mean even at the beginning he was talking about introversion yeah just his general like uncomfortableness with the whole process he's very quiet kind of deer in a headlights kind of look sometimes Mm -hmm. so well that continues (laughs) yeah it did i don't think i really predicted it would end this way the way it did (laughs) i know because this this was this was out of the norm out of the the parameters for a typical uh fantasy suite but yeah uh, they got to play tennis i'm sure you enjoyed that i was very part. jealous is it's been it a minute since i played tennis is it normal to have a grass field um 
not particular. I mean, it is a type of tennis court. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's just, I would guess from a, a maintenance perspective, it's kind of annoying. And that's why most, most courts are just, you know, asphalt or whatever. Um, yeah. yeah. So I guess he, he, uh, played tennis in college. I don't know how, how mm. good he was. So yeah, had to, uh, teacher how to play tennis and play tennis. Uh, and then all this time, there was the through line of him, like, I need to tell her I'm not ready I to know. get engaged. So uh, it's like doom and gloom the whole time. I know. Gabby's just waltzing around, hitting the ball back and forth, all happy and thinking this is going well. And in the meantime, he's just ITM voiceover. Yeah. I just don't think this can work. <laughs> yeah. So at dinner, it's time to lay down the hammer so they always like couch it in like these like compliments with it before they like drop the bomb you're so amazing you're beautiful you're highly intelligent you're like the best woman i've ever met uh any man would be so so just privileged to be with you uh and I'm not ready to make a commitment and I'm super uncomfortable with the with the fakeness of the show and all of the cameras and microphones and it feels super inauthentic. <laughs> That's basically how these things go. Yeah, he's not going to be ready in another 7 <sighs> days. Ah. Oh. So Gabby's like, can you see me with you in the future? And Jason's like, well, I don't fully know who you are. You don't fully know me. It's hard to tell when we're in this bubble, which is true. It's just like. Yeah, it is true. But you have to, you have to. And I think she even said something about, about this, like buying into the, like the, what is Hopeless romanticism. Hopeless romanticism. Yeah. Yeah, but that that's very true, though. In, in order to make it work, you do have to buy into that. Like, that's the premise of the show, that over these eight weeks or whatever it is of filming, that, like, you have to at least act like you buy into that idea that you could fall in love with this person beat out all these other people and end up engaged at the end of it like but that is true jason is more of a realist though and he says hard to feel at ease with the cameras i don't think he ever really got over that hurdle no no he did not which is why he should have left early on oh, instead but, of dragging uh, it out to this point where it's like too late ah 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 and so Abby gets up at this point because you got to go talk to her producer now where she says, I just wanted him to play along for just a second, <laughs> which is sad. <laughs> uh, that is a little sad. But what you going to do? I mean, her her time is is crumbling here. I mean, she had she had Eric, Johnny and Jason. Eric is on shaky ground. Johnny was sent home. Now Jason doesn't want commitment. She could end up alone at the end of this. Yep, and so I guess at this point Jason goes to find her and is like, I don't want to, like, give up on this. Maybe in real life if we spend time Uh, together we can get to that point. We have a unique connection. And then they make out. Yeah. I didn't I didn't see this turn coming. I thought once he said not ready to get engaged, well that's it. But somehow he weasels his way back in and they go sit back down and um he's like, Yeah, being off camera would really help the situation. Uh, would it? <laughs> would it? Would it? <laughs> and she asked if he wants to spend the rest of the night. She asked it like very like cautiously and he says yes. So, I, don't know, I was just very surprised by this turn of events. Yeah, so they head to the fantasy suite. I wrote here that I I just could not believe 
she took him on the overnight after all of this. I know. Well, then we see the next morning, well, things did not go well, which is not the least bit surprising after what happened the night before. No, it like it like cuts to her. She's out sort of on this balcony type thing by herself. Her face is red like she's been crying. It's just very, very different than your normal morning after. Yes. They're not even together. No. So she said they talked in circles. Uh, I guess he said they are not meant to be, which that's kind of a 180 from what he was saying the night before. Uh, yeah. So the- like what I just, this season more than any, I would have liked to have seen the footage from overnights. <laughs> Cause like what was said, what happened? I mean, she was she was just saying that you, I don't know how this happened, but just that like uh, he couldn't see them happening in real life, and like all this, all this just oh well, would would we really work in the in the real outside world and 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 all of that stuff? Uh, yeah. I just what? It's just very confusing. She goes and talks to him and Jason's like, "Yeah, this is tough for me." It's <laughs> like, "Okay. Okay, Jason." Uh, I also noted down where he was saying he, that he needed to he needed time to figure out that it wouldn't work for him. I just wrote several question marks here. That's a very strange like, statement. Like, what? What? what is wrong with you? Why I, are you on this show? Yeah, he's getting a bit of a villain edit here. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And I he's like, know. you're an amazing person. And Gabby's like, yeah, that doesn't lessen the blow. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, again, just this sort of trying to be, oh, it's not you, it's me kind yeah. of kind of nonsense that that happens i i did feel really bad for for he, her here yeah because she was like why you were treading so lightly like afraid of like hurting me like you should have told me much sooner and then jason's like well i got that clarity when we were in the fantasy suite like what about that all of a sudden gave you that clarity uh, and Gabby's like, I want you to realize I've been led on. There's nothing else left to say. Very, very true. Amen to that, Gabby. Uh, I continue as much as, and I'm gonna, I'm about to complain about it, but as much as I do complain about her, I do think that she's pretty solid. And not, yeah. not afraid to say things like that. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of people on these shows really dance around this stuff but she's been very specific like yeah you you led me on like that's yeah. just that's the reality she's of very, it she's very direct and i appreciate that i appreciate that in a lead uh what <sighs> and we had another montage of am i too broken right see yeah. it, it's the guy's fault though it's not her there's no issue with her it's just these guys just aren't Right, exactly, Ready. and that's 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 been my whole point this entire season. When she spirals like this, talking, and I, man, this this did kind of break my heart. Where, uh, as she was crying there, she said, "I've tried so hard not to be reckless with other people, and he was reckless with me." Oh, yeah, that that one Jason, that one cut cuts deep. Jason goofed up there at the end, uh, and I don't want to I don't want to be too terrible here. But I'm just gonna say it. Can, can you imagine just the quality season we could have had if Gabby was the sole bachelorette? I've thought, I've thought about that before too. <laughs> uh, no, no shade intended towards Rachel. It's just they tried too hard with this split concept, and I feel like we could have had the best bachelorette season in a long time yeah there are if other it had just been just been her there are other guys she could have gotten to know better maybe that were on rachel's side right or even different just different people who would have been cast if 
if it was just a solo season like yeah it just i mean i hope that she uh gets what she wants out of out of this but that does make me it's all throughout this season i've just always been like well like would that idiot guy have been in this position to create this chaos if she had been in her own season with people who actually gave a crap you know and where she could have the time to to know some of these guys a little bit more i don't know it that's that's just my my musings here uh we really love gabby here on this show rachel's okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah there you go anything do you have anything else to to say about this or you want to talk about uh talk about anything more with this man no i think jason just didn't handle that well at all no he screwed up big time big yeah just terrible timing with all of that so next is zach with rachel Mm Hmm. so christy (laughs) you know what i'm gonna ask you yes How do you feel about Rachel's dress? Uh, it's maybe the worst dress of the season. I just, I don't understand why, one, that was an option that Carrie Fetman provided, and two, why, why she picked it off the, off the rack. It's just a terrible pattern, terrible color, terrible style. I didn't like anything about it. Oh, well, thank you for sharing that with us. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> do do you feel better now that you've gotten that off yes. your chest? Okay, excellent. Yeah. So, uh, so their their uh, their date. They, uh, I guess it was maybe you could maybe call it like a tiki bar or something like that to do a little uh, a little te- tequila sipping. Yep. Somehow the conversation of like talking really loud comes up. And he says he's never raised his voice in an argument. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, just kind of a random fun fact. (laughs) Right. I mean, I don't know if you've ever raised your voice in your entire life. Eh, Not really. (laughs) (laughs) One day I'm gonna get I'm gonna get you to yell on the podcast (laughs) for the first time, and and everyone is gonna love it. Yeah, things things got very silly here. Uh, I mean, he was, and I didn't really, I didn't really see the connection. I think they just sort of maybe lose part of their brain when their brains are combined sort of situation. Because I didn't know how they got from him never raising his voice in an argument to him then just talking in a high-pitched voice. I think like, she like dared him or said that can you try? I don't know how Right. Why, can though. you try? But then he does a high pitched voice, not a louder voice. We were they were it talking was very about, funny. We were talking though. about volume there, not not pitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well they were drinking too, so Yeah, but it seemed like they, they just had a, like a single sip of tequila. The guy oh. was like, You kiss it, you kiss it. And so they're like a little a little baby sip i don't know very strange to me uh and then they eat some grasshoppers she said it tastes like a chip i don't believe her i mean i've 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 heard decent things about grasshoppers as a protein source (laughs) (laughs) Mm. and they dance to mariachi band Mm -hmm. what a what a what a what a good old standby for this season dancing in a city square to music that's they've done that like seven times every city they go to basically yep Mm -hmm. yeah oh and there was also a a tarot card reader yeah they keep bringing these tarot card people not totally sure why it adds it adds nothing to the show no it's just very much uh and this lady was re- doing her reading in in Spanish, but just a lot of like 
Oh, Rachel, you, you just, you're thinking so much about the past, but the past is in the past. You should worry about the future, and this man is great. Like, straight from the producer's script. Uh, yep. I wonder how these tarot readers feel about selling out their magical profession i guess if the money is good hey you don't you don't want you don't want to mess around uh, mess around with magic okay (laughs) yeah i love how she then well first of all she was talking separately about how she's just she's under a lot of a lot of pressure here in this in this situation um but then in the evening portion she she asks him like what what he thought of the tarot card reading i loved his response like like, well i liked what she said (laughs) (laughs) what do you think that what a what a great deflection there oh very very funny and so she's all she's basically telling him like i'm trying not to let the past like define like this week and like this is different now mm-hmm. and you make me feel so safe and then zach says that what clayton did is the worst thing yeah, a man can do yes that's what i was talking about earlier really the <laughs> <laughs> worst <laughs> i'm pretty sure uh nate would have something to say about that <laughs> Though, I mean, though maybe what Nate did was kind of similar, actually, now that I think about it. I mean, it. what Clayton did wasn't great, but there are far <laughs> worse behaviors men can do. Uh, yes, that's that's very true. So they go to the fantasy suite. Which, can I just say, we have this this voiceover about how nothing, like, everything's, nothing can change. <laughs> <laughs> And I and I and I wrote after that. So after that, vo dash everything is going to change. Obviously, lol. Yep. <laughs> they even had like this cheesy, like romantic song playing as they went to this fantasy suite. Uh huh. Only to follow it up with the most awkward morning after. Oh, it was so of weird. All time. Like they're just sitting there talking about orange juice. Like oh, really freshly squeezed here, <laughs> right? And then just the whole thing where they where they kept talking about oh, like yeah, I mean it's really great that we gained gained clarity, like like actually in the speech, putting like brackets around it. Yeah, and all the tough conversations. Did you notice his grimace too? Yeah, as they were talking, like it was real weird. Yeah. He was fairly disenchanted after this date, or after this overnight, more yeah. specifically. So then we learn, after he leaves, that it was not the night he expected. They had conversations about religion and politics, and then Rachel's like, oh, you might not be ready. And yeah. she's got more and more adamant about it, making him second guess things. Uh, so then yeah. Dak talks with Jesse and we get more details. Specifically, she's concerned about his age. He's 25. She's 26. Isn't she only like two or three months older than him? Yeah, that is complete BS. <laughs> and he also said she wasn't showing her true self. It was the most inauthentic conversation he'd ever had. Another one where I would have liked to have seen the footage yeah, he, this. yeah, he said later uh, something about how he thought their conversation was inauthentic, like they were strangers. I know. So, like, I know you've, like, talked about, like, how Rachel is on the show and, like, her speech patterns and stuff. So I wonder if, like, in the fantasy suite, like, she just drops all of that. And then, like, the real Rachel comes out, which is what he's referring she, she, to. And she, does, she doesn't she doesn't talk about the, you know, the valley girl. That just... drives me crazy. So, yeah, Rachel's not looking super great at the moment here. No, no, she's not. Especially since 
uh, look, she's the lead. She can do what she wants, obviously. She's not obligated to like these people. She's not obligated to give roses to these people. But it does feel weird when something like this happens. It feels super weird when something like this happens because it's so obviously a nonsense thing. Yeah, the, the age thing. Right. Yeah. Because it, like, it really is two or three months. Like, and I, I say stuff about this in real life, but like he's 25. His prefrontal cortex has finally fully developed and matured and he should be good to go. Like, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't seem like a super immature guy from what we've seen. I mean, he's he's definitely silly, and maybe maybe that's part of it. But she's like she's been fully accepting of that and gone along with all of that. Yeah, silliness. like what was the point of bringing him to Fantasy Suites only to be like, "Well, you're too young." Like that, his age. You've known his age. I really think she's just sabotaging things with Zach so she can be with Tino really like let's just like let zach down easy and with a terrible excuse but that's such that's not letting him down easy though that's letting him down in like the worst way possible <laughs> well i don't think it was a good decision on her part but that's probably what she thought because uh, otherwise that excuse makes no sense it it really it really doesn't it doesn't make any sense to just turn on him at the last minute no, no, I I left this date with a bit of a bad taste in my mouth about Rachel. Yeah, same. Uh, not not fun. You know, we do also uh see here a, a moment of of Tino at some point where he's just he is so super confident about how his his overnight went. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you may you may be right. It just it makes no sense that she would do that versus just being like, hey, like, I like you, but I like somebody else more. Yeah, why not just eliminate him at the rose ceremony like normal? Well, maybe she's she's probably planning on doing that, but she created a whole mess of drama. Yeah, that's so weird. Besides that, but yeah, he did. Uh, he, uh, hopefully he was able to process enough things uh t- talking about uh zach of course with with therapist jesse here <laughs> jesse really really earning his paycheck this episode offering nothing as usual hey he's there to host okay <laughs> he doesn't need good advice so at this point we go back to gabby who only has eric left so there it was like sort of set up in the itms like Maybe she might send him home, but right, it really, it really did. But that is not at all what happened, right? Even though I wrote down she, she goes to, she goes to Eric with the intention of breaking up with him? Question mark. And so she gives this speech about how she needed alone time with Jason to realize what she deserves, and that I, I found that confusing. First off, I guess basically that that with the other guys and in particular what went down with jason because that was especially bad that she real she realized what she deserved in a relationship and so yeah she also says it's hard to take things at face value i guess maybe what eric has been telling her all along but she finally like decided to accept it right she uh, had this moment where she she said, "Like it's hard. It's hard to ask for what I want, but with you, I don't have to ask." Essentially, yeah. Um, and then, and then this, uh, "You're the only one left. I love you." Making sure you get get over the "You're the only one left" real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess they're together. I uh, it's it seem it seems like it. I don't. It's, yeah, this whole romantic moment it's like i guess her i don't know they showed drama next week though so i don't know what's happening there yeah it's hard it's hard to know if that's if that's really drama on her side or if they're just keeping her 
around because of Rachel's drama. Uh, it was it was hard to get a good read on that from the promo because they've of course tried to as much as possible show only shots of single people. So it's like if it's a if it's you know Rachel sobbing about something, it's close up on her, so you have no context, of course. Yeah. Uh so so we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, I just Tino so so freaking freaking confident. I know. I he well he rolled up to the rose ceremony at the end just all like he was. smug. <laughs> I liked him even less after that. That's been that's been a bit of a trend. But yeah, so first of all, uh yeah, he so Jesse was there greeting everybody. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Tino's like, oh, you <sighs> My fantasies went <laughs> sweet, went flawlessly. Like, let me just say, it was perfect. <laughs> I know with this like grin on his face too, I just uh, I don't I'm not a fan at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we continue. Yeah, Zach. Zach just wants to pull her aside before the rose ceremony to talk to her. I guess wanting to see if things can be salvaged. I things, mean, things I guess we kind, of, we kind of end on a cliffhanger with. We don't see what he tells her. I guess we'll have to wait for next week. Uh huh. Yes. And then yeah, because they they did show it. Like, it showed a shot of them, but it, they didn't include the audio. It was from uh, Avon and uh, Tino's perspective. Yeah, and then we have the weirdest ending ever <laughs> with, like, Jesse, I guess, backstage at the Bachelor set. I don't think he was actually backstage. I couldn't tell where that it's, was. It seemed like it was maybe he was actually where they filmed stuff, and it was... they. What it looked like is they had all these pieces of, you know, equipment and chairs and stuff. It looked like maybe he was, like, they were in the process of building the set, essentially. Yeah, but, like, oh, what happens next week is so dramatic that we can't show you anymore tonight. Yeah. It's like, what what was the point of this? They could have just ended the episode, like, normal and been, like, coming up next week and here's the preview yeah it really anything. doesn't change anything besides the fact that they're just really uh and he said as much he said that this is the most dramatic ending of the bachelorette in bachelorette history so they are trying they're trying to really sell this and hype this up that nobody will possibly see this coming etc cetera, etc cetera. so that's really the only reason for adding that there's no other mm-hmm. point no no other point. Well, I guess there's more drama. I mean, we do see in the previews, there's a shot of Rachel where she says, I want an answer for why you did what you did. And it looked like she was outside of a house. It didn't look like it was in Mexico to me. Oh, boy. So. Oh, boy. I'm guessing there's a reason why we have two more episodes. Yeah. the Sadly, the four-episode four prediction was correct and here, here, here <laughs> we are i just it's just hard for me to imagine that there's enough stuff left to fill out two episodes i mean i'm sure there will be some bloat because they'll, they'll be like the live segments yeah and i know yeah they do in. have the you know they have the after the final row so i guess my question and you may not know this but because typically their last episode and and the after the final rows are combined, right? My correct. Yeah, F- AFR is usually just right after. Right. So. But we have technically six guys to have hot seats with, plus all the footage from Mexico. Uh, so they'll. I'm sure they'll find a way to fill it, plus whatever is, drama. Yeah, this is gonna be a disaster. I love too how in in the previews, um, and we obviously we don't know what happens with gabby and eric if they combust but i did find it funny that they they kept her around to like be moral support for rachel <laughs> based on the the previews it's like you couldn't just let gabby go and be happy well she, no <laughs> she hasn't gotten proposed to yet uh, uh. 
they haven't they haven't flown in our our favorite ancient mummy neil lane with his bag full of rings (laughs) well yeah plus they have to like do the meet the family stuff Oh really? Oh, yeah, I guess I the forgot. final the I final forgot. two guys usually meet the lead's parents. So oh, I forgot about that. So yeah, there, there's enough stuff left. Okay, well, hopefully that's interesting. <laughs> I think it will be. Chris, Christy is basically vibrating here in her seat. She is so excited <laughs> for the end of this season mm-hmm. and the drama that's going to unfold. I, I can. I can barely see. It's like watching the Flash TV show with this super, super fast vibration of movement. That's how Christy is right now. She is so excited. Should be fun. You know I love drama. Christy loves drama, everyone. That is what she lives for. That is why this podcast exists. 